The content in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to diagnose any medical condition, replace the advice of a healthcare professional, or provide any medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Welcome to the Warrior Wellness Podcast, a podcast for military members, veterans, and first responders focusing on fitness, health, nutrition, and biohacking. Our mission with this podcast is to introduce America's heroes to lifestyle habits and hacks that will help them live healthier, happier lives, and in turn, be fit enough to continue their support of their communities and country. Okay, Jim, thanks so much for joining me on the Warrior Wellness Podcast. So um, we've actually done interview before. I did a follow-up with you, um, our Where Are They Now series. And uh, you were a trainer um, just for a little while with us at that time. That was like a year and a half ago, I think now, maybe even longer. Um, So I wanted to have you on the Warrior Wellness Podcast because um, I think it's important for, you know, to give our trainers um, a platform to kind of talk about your fitness um, journey, your health journeys, your struggles, and, um, you know, kind of what you do as a fire team whiskey trainer, what your fitness philosophies are, what your health philosophies are and how you, how you best work with your clients and what kind of specific clients are, are wanting to work with you, you know, cause we, we don't all mesh with everybody, right. You know, I, I try to be deliberate when we have fire team whiskey signups to assign them to the people who I think they would work best with. So, um, we'll, we'll kind of discover who those people are for you as well and get that out there. So anybody hearing this interview, um, if they kind of resonate with you and, and like what you have to say, then they can sign up with you. So does that sound good? Sounds great. Awesome. So first of all, um, how did you discover Fireteam Whiskey? Um, A friend of mine, uh, who was also a former trainer for Fireteam Whiskey, I was watching his progress on Facebook and just within the time span, he, you could just really definitely see the changes. Um, Started drilling in with a bunch of questions. What are you doing? How are, you know, what's your plan? What kind of workouts are you doing? And then he's like, well, he's like, started doing fire team whiskey. It's kind of military protocol. And I'm like, oh, it's like boot camp. And he goes, eh, it's more body weight. Um, and I said, so what about this diet that you're on? And I, I use the air quotes because as soon as people start hearing weight loss and everything, they're like, oh, he's on a diet. So I was curious about it. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, well, it's keto. And like everybody, that, that was what, three years ago? A lot of people had never heard of what ketogenic is. So I'm like, I have no clue what you're talking about. What do you do? And he's like, do you like meat and bacon and all this stuff? I'm like, yeah. He's like, well, you're kind of right in line with what we're doing. Um, so after probably two two weeks, three weeks of just asking questions, I decided to take a shot and join Fire Team Whiskey. And he was my trainer, which was probably a really good thing because we had a history going to high school together, just seeing that program, knowing him personally and how that worked out. I couldn't have, I wouldn't have done it if I didn't have that kind of relationship because I trusted him. Um, I trusted the program because I've seen what it had done, uh, what the changes that he had gone through. So it's like, I'm going to execute. I'm just going to go ahead and do it. My wife's like, well, it's going to cost this much. 
And I said, yeah, it's kind of expensive, but so is heart surgery. Um, prior to that, the, the kind of the final push for me to join was my dad had a series of um, health issues and he was in the hospital for quite some time. A lot of it was due to heavy drinking. A lot of it was very poor nutrition. Um, I was at the position he was 40 years ago when he could have done something or it, he would have been 20, he would have been 40. So it would have been a 20 year time span. And I decided that, you know what? I'm not gonna be 65 years old going down the wrong path with my health and nutrition. So that was my jump start into fire team whiskey and the 22 cal program. And so when, do you remember what your initial thoughts about it were when you first started doing the workouts and looked at the eating plan? I mean, what were your initial kind of thoughts or reactions to it? The initial thoughts when I was looking at what the protocol was, I was looking at the workouts. I'm like, oh, this is easy. Until I realized that I'm not 20 years old. I'm 40 something. I'm out of shape. This is not easy. Um, I had a lot of questions on the nutrition. Um, so if for me coming into it blind, not knowing what ketogenic was, the keto lifestyle, um, that was kind of challenging. But the fact that Corey was there to help me through the process, that we there was a trainer there that was able to say, you're not working the way that it needs to be because of this aspect of it. If you were to just change this from this and just start doing this to this, as soon as I figured out that it's not jumping all in up to your neck in deep, deep water, that you're waiting out there learning how to swim. As soon as I got the basics figured out after that, it was, it was simple. It wasn't easy, but the concept was extremely simple. And do you remember what your results were from the first like 30 days that you did it? I want to say it was 15 pounds. Um, I know the first week and a half, I had just an extremely high uh, number that I was able, I, I think the first week and a half, I was down 10 pounds. A lot yeah. of that I know was sugar that I just cut, I quit drinking pop. Um, I was drinking probably anywhere from a two liter to maybe two, two liters of pop a day. And that's a lot. Um, and it varied some weeks. I would just maybe have one or two pops, but the, the, the amount that I had was astronomical. And I know as soon as you cut the sugar out like that, you just quit drinking the pop altogether, not do the diet soda. Cause that's sugar free. It's junk. As soon as I did that, those numbers, I mean, it just, I was able to shred. And that was seeing results that first week. It was amazing just watching those pounds shred. Yeah, yeah. And I, I always say, if, if you're not willing to do anything else, if you just cut the sugar out and the, the, the sugar additives, gosh, I mean, everybody, anybody, no matter what age, what, what lifestyle you live, you'll, you'll see such a difference. 
Um, and we have a, a no sugar, no grains, no alcohol challenge coming up in January. So that's a little plug for that. <laughs> so um, I might be up for that. That'd be a yeah, good Yeah, I know you and I have talked about uh, your, and we'll talk about your struggles in, in a, a, the future here in this interview. So I know alcohol is definitely one of the, the uh, struggles for, for people to kind of give up, myself included, um, especially, you know, when you go low carb, um, that's kind of what your one little treat, you know, <laughs> with, with the carbs. So yeah, we'll talk about that, um, at the end, but, um, so you, you, I remember how quickly you lost weight. Um, you definitely were one of our most successful people who doing the first 30 days, um, your transformation pictures, even as you went along, you know, over time, not only did just, you just thinned out immediately, you over time just built this lean muscle mass and you just looked healthier and stronger. And, you know, that first 30 days, you know, you just lost all that fat. I remember you had like a belly and then, then the second picture on the 30 days, it was gone. So it was just such a dramatic transformation. So and if I remember right, the 38 had a ton of abs in it too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that whole thing was abs. <laughs> did yeah yeah took it up a notch mm -hmm. with the abs so mm -hmm. so uh, what were your biggest struggles so when you first started and and as you went through this the 30-day program what was the biggest struggles that that you had uh one of the biggest ones was staying committed um the first two weeks I was like oh I gotta get this workout in and for the longest time I was coming up with every single excuse uh, my trainer called bullshit. He's like, okay, you said when we started that you would come home and you'd sit in the chair and you just kind of nap out for 45 minutes. That's your workout period. You get home, you change, you just do that workout in that time span. And if that doesn't work after this amount of time, we'll come up with another plan. He's like, but you're coming up with a line of garbage and I'm not going to, you basically said, I'm not going to deal with your bullshit, Jim, shut up and do it. I know you can do it. Just quit bitching and do it. Um, about two weeks into it, my wife, we had plans to do something. She's like, are you going to get ready to go? I'm like, no, I need to get this workout in today. Um, and it was about that two weeks time that I was starting to notice that just, I was feeling different. I couldn't quite pinpoint what it was, but there was, I could definitely tell that my body was getting accustomed to the physical activity that it was eating. I, I quit putting the junk in the, in my system. Um, things were changing. And I said, I need to get this workout in before I even go and do anything. I don't want to upset my trainer. He's counting on me. I've got a good guy helping me out. So I went and did the workout and it was at that point that that was the switch. The very next day, there was no bitching. There was no crying. I got, got home. I got my gear on. I gave my wife a kiss. I said, I'm going to go work out. And as soon as I did that, I got my workout done and that routine had set. Um, one of the biggest struggles that I overcame was that it was just finding that time commitment. And it's, uh, I've got a few more kids since then, and it's even more challenging now. Um, I incorporate my workouts now into my daily, my job. I do heavy lifting as much as I can. Um, if there's an elevator in the facilities, I walk up the stairs. You know, I, I try to do that stuff to accommodate for 
um, the time struggle because it is it's a struggle I'm I got a full-time job it's it's tough yeah yeah and you know and you're mindful I mean I, I think that's what what you're you're describing is that mindset transition you know it really had nothing to do with the amount of pain or suffering you were you were you know involved in with the workouts and everything had everything to do with your mindset shift just a difference in perspective of well now this is a priority for me and and then now you know since you've you've gone this long and it's become a part of your life and and has you've gotten so many benefits from it you still, no matter what's happening in your life, find a way to incorporate it. It's just that mindfulness, you know, that's, Mm -hmm. that's what's so important about this journey is, um, I won't say it as eloquently as, as somebody else said it, but I heard somebody say, you know, the, you just do it as long enough where, and that, where you, you know, overnight, the next day, you cannot stop thinking about getting that done. So, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, you have to force it at first to, to make it become a habit in your life. But then once it becomes a habit, it's in the back of your mind and you make time, you, you make your circumstance, you know, happen to get your workout in like you do at work. You know, you're like, hey, I'm gonna go ahead and do that heavy lifting instead of assigning it to somebody else. You know, so that's, that's now ingrained in your brain and it'll never go away. It's just, it's just, you know, branded in there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And what, so what, you know, made you kind of transition from, you know, being a fitness participant and getting, you know, the results and, and all the benefits from that to saying, Hey, I want to become a fitness trainer. What, what was the reason for that? Uh, there was some of my mom started asking a bunch of questions, um, more so about nutrition. Um, she, she's, she saw the results, which was, you know, if you're going to sell a product, it's really good to be a product of the product, in my opinion. Um, so she started asking me questions and then somebody kind of joked around. It's like, ah, why don't you become a trainer? And I'm like, well, I don't qualify. I wasn't in the military. I, you know, I'm not a first responder, um, but my wife is. My wife is a nurse, so that was a qualification. And I'm like, you know, I had great results. I really believe in this program. It's a great program. Um, I've seen the results from multiple people. I want to be a part of it, and that's. It was difficult for me to get back into the studying stage. I hadn't opened up a book to better myself since high school. Um, I never did go to college. So it was, for me, this was double challenging. Um, Getting more education into me to become a trainer and then to also use everything I've learned over the past 20 years of my life to be a trainer. Um, And I did it because I want to help people. You know, there's a ton of people out there that are just like me. They're 40 some years old, married kids, just kind of blah. And they're stuck in the rut and they need somebody to say, hey, I've been there. I've done that. Let's go. You can do this too. Yeah. And, you know, and not because I'm around the same age as you, you know, not to, this isn't a negative, but you're no spring, (laughs) you're no spring chicken, right? Oh no. Right. 
Right. So, I, yeah, 42 you, now. You made this transition, you know, later in life. And that I'm sure that's one of the excuses that you hear from people that you speak to about this is, mm -hmm. oh, I'm too old for that. You know, it's too late for me. You know, I can't start right. a fitness program. I'm, I'm an old man, you know, mm -hmm. and, and for you, I, I love when people like you become fitness trainers at a later age as, and with, you know, the, the plethora of kids that you have and the full-time <laughs> job. And, you know, this guy, what, how, you have five kids, right? I have five kids, five kids, you know, a full-time job a marriage, you know, it's not like you have spare time laying around and you're a 40 something year old guy. We're the same age mm -hmm. and you still do it. You, you can still make time and you're still a fit guy and you're still healthier than, than uh, a majority of Americans by, by far. So I love that, you know, people like you are fitness trainers because you really are speaking to real people. Right. You know, it's not just for the youngins or the athletes or or, you know, the people who are in the military, um, you know, you're you're the kind of everyday kind of real working class guy saying, hey, if I can do this, you can do this, too. Right on. Um, yeah. Uh, and on I just moved out to an acreage. So my goal within the next few years is to follow up with some of this nutrition stuff by actually raising grass-fed beef and chickens and no antibiotics and all that stuff. Um, so in addition to that, I'm taking care of a farm, trying to get fences ready and, and a barn ready. So I'm busy all the time. So when people say I don't have time, bullshit. You don't want to do it. That's the difference. Right, right, exactly. So what would you say now that, you know, you, you've been doing fitness training for a few years, I know you were, you, you were an athlete, you know, in, in high school. So, you know, all of that culminating and your experience as a participant with Fireteam Whiskey and also training other Fireteam Whiskey participants, what do you, what would you say your fitness philosophy is right now? Do hard things. <laughs> um, I've, I've kind of developed that over the last six, seven months, as things progress, um, do things that are hard, you know? I, I, yeah, this workout program for 22 Cal for some people is gonna be extremely hard, but the mental satisfaction that you're gonna get by accomplishing a hard thing is going to boost your self-esteem. It's gonna help you get on track. It's gonna help you conquer whatever other hard things that you need to do. Um, this isn't easy. I, anybody that tells you that working out is going to be easy, that's the, I'm sorry, you're not, it, it shouldn't be easy. You should have a little bit of stress applied to your body. You should be fatigued to, uh, not to the point of pain, but you should be fatigued by the end of it. And it should be hard for you to do. And if it's too easy, you either need to increase your intensity or you need to find something to increase the resistance on what you're doing. So you're, you're doing the hard stuff. Yeah. Um, some people it's diet, you know, if your hard thing is I'm not eating healthy, then you need to conquer that, that hard object of, I need to figure out what this good nutrition plan is for me. And I need to get rid of the junk food. That's hard. 
Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, like, it for is. For me to give up pop was horrible. It's like, I couldn't do it. I got to have my Dr. Pepper. Oh, no. Yeah. I love that. I love that philosophy. That's fantastic. Do hard things. That's awesome. So um, what do you feel like the biggest barrier is for someone getting on a long-term path to weight loss and fitness? Now I say long-term path intentionally, right? Because I, you know, the yo-yo dieting and the, the, the quick fixes and the, the magic pills and the promises, you know, that, that other fitness and weight loss programs um, have, they may work short-term, but they don't tell you, you know, the bottom line, the hidden text, the very small font that says, Hey, you're pretty much guaranteed to put all this weight back on plus some. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's only going to work temporarily. So, you know, what do you feel like, you know, the biggest barrier is for someone getting on that long-term health and fitness path? Uh, there's kind of two of them and they, they parallel. Um, one of them is staying committed. So they see these really big results right up front and they see these numbers drop off and, um, then they kind of get relaxed. So that kind of what I feel happens is people then be like, oh, I don't need to work out as much. Well, then they start kind of getting away from their routine and they're kind of like, well, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna take today as a rest day. Well, in that commitment time, they get relaxed and they do all that stuff. They get complacent. And then six months later, they're not on the same path and they start putting that weight back on. Like, well, that didn't work for me. Well, it didn't work because you're not committed. You know, you're going to start putting this weight back on if you don't stay disciplined and, and keep doing it. Yes, you have to do your workouts. You have to watch your nutrition. Um, it's okay to have those treats also. Hey, you got a birthday party coming up. You want to have cake and ice cream? Great. Did you get your workout in? Did you do this? What steps are you going to do to help counter, you know, to offset all of that sugar intake? Um, And that's, you know, the kind of that commitment often starts falling off when they no longer see the results. So, So, you know, kind of to follow up on that. And that, that does happen and that's very common. You know, the, there's a, actually a biological reason for that. Our bodies are always looking for homeostasis. No matter what stressors or environments are happening, our body's always trying to f- find some sort of symbiotic relationship to your environment, your lifestyle, your eating, whatever it may be. So you're gonna see a huge change right up front like you did most people do who go through our program and then it'll start to kind of taper off because the body's always looking for homeostasis. So it's going to adjust. And which is why I love the variety that we have with Fireteam Whiskey, because that's why we have the step-up programs like we do. Okay. You're done just as soon as you, you kind of start hitting that tapering off um, part of it. We can introduce something new. We can change up your eating plan just a little bit. We can add, you know, the 38 caliber, like you said, and like do a lot more core, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, and we're just constantly taking one baby step, one baby step, you know, and you're not going to see that huge drop off in weight anymore just because the body wasn't designed to do that. Um, but it's, it's just about, you know, I, and I'm a huge hiker, of course. So I describe it as, you know, 
if I stood at the bottom of a mountain and looked just straight up at the top and focused on that, I would never take that first step or I might take a first few steps, but if I, I, it's very intimidating to look at that ultimate long-term goal to say, you know, seven, when I'm 70 years old, I want to be, you know, super fit and really healthy, not on medication and looking forward to, you know, a long life. Right. But if we focus on that, we're not focusing on the baby steps we have to take in front of us. And we, we falter and we get complacent or we get intimidated and we just back off and don't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. I agree so, with that hundred percent. Yeah. So um, can you describe what you do as a virtual personal trainer? Can you just, I, I know what most people know what personal trainers do, but they have the kind of idea of, well, I go to a, a gym, I get a gym membership and then there's a trainer there I meet and we do this workout once or twice a week. So what do you do right. as a virtual personal trainer? Well, this is, this is probably one of the most challenging parts for me because I'm a people person. I like face-to-face -face confrontation. I like to, um, just the camaraderie that you get, you know, uh, working out with a couple of friends of mine. It's like when you're in the, at the end of the day, um, you get a really good sweat going on and you're high-fiving each other. And, you know, we're a bunch of guys. So it's like, yeah, we stink. We don't care. So as a personal trainer, one thing that I found, I don't get that connection. But what I try to do is be the best support person that I can be for you. Um, I realize that everybody has obstacles, hurdles, situations, issues, whatever needs to be. And if I'm not there to help cut off anything that could potentially um, disrupt your goals, disrupt your fitness program, um, then I'm failing as a trainer. So what I try to do is I hate warm and fuzzy. To me, warm and fuzzy is, there's a time and a place for it. My kids get warm and fuzzy and they get that from my wife. Um, my kids get, hey, you just did something hard. Good job. You just went out and, you know, I praise their work. I praise their work ethic. Um, and when they're not doing what they're supposed to be doing, they get called out on it. It's like, hey, you told me you were going to do this and you failed. What was the reason? What can I do better? Did I not, did, did we not explain expectations? Is there some sort of communication that was missed? Um, that's how I try to approach things. Uh, it's, it's extremely challenging. There's a lot of people, I like phone calls. I like to talk and there's a lot of people who are like, oh, I just would rather you send me a text. Okay. I don't think it's as personal as a phone call, but if that's what they need, if they would prefer that, um, the, the guns and hoses challenge, a lot of people said, hey, I would rather you send me a text because I'm not always available. Okay, perfect. And that also works that if they send me one, if I can't talk on the phone, but if I can answer right away, I can also answer that a lot faster on a text. I get it, it's you know not a phone call, but there, the convenience factor there for the program um, works really, really well. Yeah, and I and I've been a traditional personal trainer in gyms, and you know the difference between that and what we do with Fireteam Whiskey is that kind of accessibility. 
You know, I mean, when I had my training clients, they'd come in once or twice a week and that's when we would talk and that's where it would end. We weren't texting, you know, back and forth in between. We weren't having video chats. They, you know, weren't able to reach me. You know, it, 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 there wasn't that kind of setup, you know, it was just, you're paying me for the hour you're spending the time with, and that's it. So what I love about Fireteam Whiskey and why I structured it this way was to have a little bit more accessibility. So if I, if something comes up and, you know, I'm a, I'm a client and I go, huh, I'm not even really sure if this is in my plan. I can maybe shoot you a text and send you a picture of, of, you know, this food you know, hey, is this, is this unplanned for me? What is this, you know? So you have that accessibility, which is kind of nice, you know, because you can, you, things just come up, you know, that's life. Things come up, you have questions, maybe it's something you didn't talk about, or maybe it's something you didn't understand initially. So you have that kind of back and forth. And, you know, it, it's also, you know, like you said, it's, it's within the kind of confines of whatever, you know, whatever somebody's preferences. I'm the same way as you, Jim. I'm, I'm a video person. I'm a, if I could, you know, of course I'm not doing training in person. Nobody is at this point, most places with gym shut down. But um, I, I basically force my clients to do video calls. There is no option to do phone calls with me. You have to do video chats with me. This is, that's it. So you know, if we're not doing this texting back and forth, otherwise we'll just put you on a different plan. So, um, you know, it's, it's nice to kind of do that face-to-face time because um, there's a, it, there is that kind of big brother factor, that accountability factor. It's like, you've got to look me in the eye mm-hmm. and we've got to talk about what's going on with you. And you're not paying me to, you know, to, you know, pretend like everything's wonderful when I know you fell off plan this week and you haven't been tracking and you, and you haven't been doing your workouts and you didn't lose any weight. So we've got to rally. We've got to talk about hard things and we've got to, I've got to hold you accountable to the commitment you made to me. Yep. Yep. And one thing I like about the video calls is you can see like you and I talking right now on the video, you can see the sincerity in a person's face. You know, you read, you get a lot of reading on them. Um, that's one thing that up until recently, I didn't have the, the capacity to do a lot of good video calls. The technology I had wasn't up to date. It was kind of old and clunky. So um, things are changing for technology on my part. And I was wishing that it was a little bit better today, but life happens. Yeah, and actually, and, and the Fireteam Whiskey app is, a, is another tool that we use um, for those of you listening. And we have the ability to do, um, you know, that's where we text, that's where we chat, we can do video chats in there. And you have, we have the ability to look in and see, I mean, with all this technology and these connections, uh, one of my clients that I'm working with right now, um, she has her Fitbit connected with Fireteam Whiskey app. So I'm watching her heart rates because her issue is she's not working out hard enough. You know, she has she has a level of pain tolerance and she's afraid to push it past where she needs to go. And, you know, so that's what we're primarily primarily looking at. So I can, as her trainer, look on there and see, Hey, you only spent two minutes and you're at near your peak heart rate for your run today for 40 minutes. Like that's not acceptable. You know, what were you doing? (laughs) You know, like just Mm -hmm. wandering around picking flowers, like you've got to push it. 
you know, so right. that's what we're here to do is to hold you accountable to what you signed up for. And, you yeah. know, it, and you're paying money for this service, right? I mean, you're paying for our time and our expertise. So I would imagine, Jim, that, you know, you as, as a participant and you as a trainer, like nobody wants to waste time and nobody wants to waste money. So, right. you know, let's, let's not, you know, tiptoe around it and walk on eggshells and pretend like everything is, is fine and, and you're going to magically lose this weight when you know you're not putting forth the effort, right? So that's why you need somebody like Jim to be hard with you and to, you know, I mean, we're not screaming at you or cursing at you or anything, but nope. you're going to, you're going to see the, the, the dad Jim come <clears throat> out. <laughs> and you've probably seen the same, same thing is when, when you start confronting some people, you can, you can start telling of whether or not they're serious about it by the way that they start responding. It's like, oh, well, I had this going on or oh shoot this came up you, you you start to feel when they're in it and when they're not because then there's other people that are like hey i've got this coming up what can i do to stay on track instead of giving me some excuse of i had this and i just yeah you it turns out that you probably just didn't care that's okay. Mm -hmm. so. Right. So what do you think are, are the benefits to uh, having a virtual personal trainer and a virtual online, you know, gym membership? The one, and I'll go back to my experience. The one that helped me the most was just having somebody there to guide me through the first stages. Um, that was the, that was the, one of the biggest selling points for me. Um, I tried the P90X. I tried, I can't remember which other program. Somebody is like, yeah, it worked out really well. And I started going through all this stuff and I didn't understand any of it. And after about three days of, and not understanding it, I quit. So I have that, that trainer there to say, hey, it hurts when I do this exercise. Oh. Can you video it? Can you send it to me? Maybe you have bad form. Maybe there's something underlying going on that you don't know. Let's modify it. Let's do this. Oh, you're having issues with your nutrition. Um, one of the obstacles I had was I was actually cutting my calories way down without even realizing it. And I was always hungry and doing this stuff. And my trainer was like, well, pump the brakes. You don't need to cut this calories. What you need to do is you need to follow this program here. This does this. This app here will help you track your calories. It will help you track your macros. And then you want to stay within this margin. And then after I had that little bit of guidance, it's like, oh, well, that was, that was easy. Just a simple question and the response and the direction, everything. That was so helpful starting this program to get that direction that I needed. I lost you. Oh, sorry. I was on mute. <laughs> so that's, that's such a good point because, um, you know, again, going back to the traditional gym membership, you know, guidelines, 
you know, most people just think, well, if I, you know, January's coming up, right? Everybody's thinking about that right now. At least 90% anyway <laughs> are thinking about their weight loss goals and their fitness goals for 2021. And, you know, a majority of people will go and sign up for a gym membership and then they'll go for a little bit and then they'll completely drop off. And this is why gyms stay in business is the people who actually don't go. <laughs> That's how they keep their doors open. It's not the people who actually come. It's the people who actually don't go. <laughs> so, um, so versus, you know, and you just show up and you, you try and figure it out, you know, and you, you get on this machine and you maybe do the elliptical and, you know, you're just kind of winging it. You know, there's no guidance. There's no, nobody there, you know, is, is talking to you about your routine um, you know, why are you doing the same machine over and over again when you come in here, you know, and you're going at the same rate and nobody's, nobody's helping you. You don't have the expertise and, and unless you specifically hire a personal trainer to help you while you're there in the gym, that's not happening. So, you know, majority of people just pay this gym membership and they're just kind of floundering and trying to figure it out. And some people do figure it out, but a majority don't. I mean, let's be real. A majority don't. So it's so nice. Like you discovered is just, just go, Hey, you know, I'm not even sure if I'm doing this right. Or maybe, Hey, Oh, maybe I can cutting my calories. Maybe I actually should be eating more right. and I'll see, I'll, and I'll see more weight loss. What a concept, mm -hmm. right? Right. You had that expert to kind of reach out and, and give you those tips. I have that happen all the time with clients all the time. It's just insane. I'll get, a, I'll gather the data. There's a problem. They'll present a problem. Okay. I've stopped losing weight. All right. You know, what have we been doing? We look back at the data and then I say, Hmm, gosh, your protein looks like it's it. You've been really low on your protein for a long time now. Consistently. It's just kind of been drifting down. Hey, let's up it to this, this amount and see what happens. Boom, starts losing weight again. Mm -hmm. And she would have never gotten that with a gym membership. Right. You know, so think little things like that are so important to just like, it's that kind of feedback loop. You just, you come up with new problems and then you have a partner and an expert to help you solve them. Yeah. So Jim, who is your ideal client? Who, who should work with you? Well, the perfect one would be one that stays committed, does everything that's following, but that's not going to happen because we're not perfect. Um, one size that this is a long haul. Um, in this process, you're going to have ups and downs, and you've got to be able to pick yourself up, brush yourself off when you hit the bottom. Um, it's a roller coaster. I still go through the roller coaster. Um, there's some months I do really, really, really well. Uh, summertime, I guarantee you, I am going to be more active, physically active than it's wintertime. Um, it's just, I live in Iowa. It's dark. It sucks. It's, it was 30 degrees out and wind blowing 30 miles an hour today. Um, I'm not going to be outside active, but I also know how to pick myself up and keep moving forward through those hurdles. And those are the people that, in my opinion, that if you realize that you have struggles, being able to say, hey, this is where I struggle. This is where I need help. This is when you see this happen, I need you to either 
back me up, call me out, do whatever works for that person because everybody's different. Um, that would be, I would think that that would be like the ideal person for me as somebody who's willing to keep moving forward even after they fell off the wagon or hit a tough spell. Yeah, and I, I also kind of think for you, anytime we get signups, I'm always thinking of, you know, as your your ideal client is somebody like you too, like when you mm -hmm. first started, you know, family man, you know, a hardworking person, you know, maybe you've, you've just, just weren't given the information that you needed to be successful. And, you know, once you got the information and saw the results of applying that to your life, you're like, hey, I'm good. Like, I'm good to go with this. I'm going to keep doing this, you know? Right. So I think, I think for a lot of, a lot of guys, you know, around your age, it really does come down to, you just never were provided the information, the understanding of, well, Hey, actually when you eat like this, this is what's going on in your body. And this is how you get your body to burn fat and not sugar, you know, cause you can only do one or the other. So right. just getting that information and then seeing it reflect in once you apply it in your life, you're like, wow, hey, I can maybe do this for a while and maybe take it up a step. So I would encourage those of you listening, if you are a family guy and, uh, you know, if you've ever said, hey, I'm too old to do this or it's too late for me or you're suffering a little bit from that dad bod syndrome. Um, <laughs> Jim might be your guy. You have to check out his before and after pictures on fireteamwhiskey.com. They're astounding. Go to our results page and uh, you can see his transformation over time. We have several pictures of Jim along the way. And uh, as you can see in this video here, he's looking pretty fit and healthy. So he's kept it up after these few years since he joined Fireteam Whiskey initially. And we'll put that link as well to sign up directly with him um 2021 is definitely a great time to do it start off the new year right get on a plane Even today start today yes yeah, start today good good if, point <laughs> if you're gonna wait till 2021 then start today because now you've got a couple weeks practice so you can hit 2021 rolling full steam yeah i love it yeah so you have a couple weeks to kind of get up and running and get get, get oriented and, and get going with your program. So you're, you're beating everybody else just starting on January 1st. Right. Because new year's resolutions, in my opinion, are bullshit. <laughs> I agree. They're, they're a cop out way. So. Well, and that's why 94% of people who make new year's resolutions fail. <laughs> yep. Why do you think that is Jim? <laughs> well, um, because they're just the commitment, you know, nobody's committed to completing stuff. It just, it's, it's a struggle. Yeah. And, and, and it all comes down to, you know, it, it is that psychology. It's, it's just getting it to, cause I cannot imagine, and I'm sure you can say the same Jim of, you know, like, like we used to maybe in a, in a former life going weeks and weeks and weeks without doing workouts or doing something physical, you know, in your case, I just can't imagine it. I can't imagine a life 
doing that. It's just so much a part of my life to move my body and be physical and be outside and go hiking, go running, go biking, do my workouts, whatever, that it's just, it seems like it would be a totally different person. So it really is um, attaining, I talk about in my habit change workshops on the Our Warrior Wellness Program of attaining or even pretending at first, but attaining that identity. It's an identity shift, right? You used to be the, the dad that would come home and snooze in front of the TV. Mm-hmm. And that's an identity shift for you. You're no longer yeah. that guy. Nope. Now and, I come home and keep working. <laughs> and I mean, how do you think that's changed your life, your relationships with your kids? You know, how do you think your life has changed because you're not the dad who just comes home and passes out in front of the TV anymore? The one thing, and I'll go back to the, to when I started this is as I was going through what benefits this is even going to do. And this was part of the deciding factor is I was failing as a dad because I was tired. I was cranky. I was failing as a husband because I was tired. I was cranky. I was failing as a coworker because I wasn't sleeping good. I was tired. I was cranky. All of those things I had complete control over. So as I started the nutrition and as I started my workouts, I was getting more energy to be the better father, to be the better worker, to be the better uh, husband, uh, just to be the better individual me um, that I could be. A comment was made. It's like, well, isn't that selfish? You're taking that time for yourself. I'm like, "Mm." no, because I'm not doing it just for me. I'm doing it for everybody that surrounds me. And that's probably the, you know, being able to go out and play with my kids. Uh, unbelievable to be able to do that. Well, and to be, to be alive, to see your youngest, which is what, one? Six months. <laughs> six months old. Six, six months old. Yeah. I will be 60 when he graduates high school. You will be 60. So to be alive and healthy and well, to be able to be there that day when he graduates Mm -hmm. high school. I mean, that's what we're talking about here. We're not talking about, you know, looking good in a a, a bikini or, you know, like that's that kind of surface level stuff. We're talking about you being there for for your youngest child when they graduate high school one day. You know, um, a lot of a lot of the comments that I've made in some of my stuff is playing the long game. Um, that's what that's what my goal is, is I got to play the long game. Um, my dad, we talked about his health issues and stuff. Uh, he recently passed because of a second stroke. Um, it's a tough time going through that stuff. He would he was 65 years old. That's, you know. That's my, my boy's going to be, I'm not even going to do the math right now because I'm, I'm put on the spot, but you know, 65 years old, he's going to be 23, 24, 25. That's pretty tough, you know, yeah. tough to do. And, and I need to be there. I need to be there for them. I need to be there for grandkids. There's a lot of stuff going on. So what I'm doing today is playing the long game for way down the line, 20, 30, 40 years from now. Yeah. 
And that's, again, that's kind of a wonderful mental shift too, right? Because before when you were drinking soda all day and passing out in front of the TV, you didn't really have that awareness, right? Right. You you weren't aware, you know, that you were being a a not so great father or husband or coworker, right? You you just kind of were in this fog of just functioning, right? I'm Mm -hmm. just functioning. I'm just getting through, you know? That's a great way to describe it. That's exactly what what it was, is I was just going through the motion. Right. And what kind of life is that? Just going through the motions. (laughs) It sucks. sucks And it's very short-sighted, right? It's just Mm -hmm. get through the end of the damn day, you know, where I can just get into bed, right? Mm -hmm. And that is just just a sad way to live. And, and, And it definitely will shorten your life. And you will miss out on those beautiful moments you know Mm -hmm. unfortunately like your father you know he's now because of his his poor lifestyle choices and his his disease he is going to miss out Mm -hmm. of those beautiful moments he could have shared with you and your family and it was that short-sightedness it was just surviving the day and it's not not a life worth living but you know, the wonderful thing about life is it's never too late. Right, right. Um, the last coaching session I uh, discussed uh, being an influence, you know, good or bad influences, and then taking those influences and um, using them to better yourself. You know, that's even watching him struggle and go through, you know, he was always, always teaching me those lessons, even without him realizing it. it's like, Dad, I just watched you finish off a 12 pack and you're going to bed and you're going to start again with what, what are you eating? Oh, I'm fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. Turned out he wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. So, and so what would your advice be for somebody who maybe that's kind of, if they're listening to this and this is maybe resonating with them and they're kind of feeling that you know, that feeling in their chest, like, gosh, that kind of sounds like me. That sounds like what I'm doing right now. I'm just kind of getting through the day. That's how I'm living my life. Start today. Start today. Because tomorrow is not guaranteed. Pick up, you know, pick up the phone, pick up, you know, send an email, do whatever, if you're wanting to do something, even if it's an as much as I would love to be your trainer, even if it's with somebody else, start today. You're, it's never too late. Yeah. Awesome. That's a good place to end. <laughs> so um, all the links will be in the show notes for this podcast to sign up with Jim for uh, to get a virtual online personal trainer. Get Jim as your coach have him work with you for 30 days, 90 days at a time and um, start today. Just do it now. Just go to fireteamwhiskey.com and we'll go to the show notes on this podcast and do it. Thanks, Jim, for being on the Warrior Wellness Podcast. Thanks for having me. Hey guys, thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the Warrior Wellness Podcast. Please go and follow and subscribe on whatever podcast platform that you love the most, or even on YouTube where a lot of our podcast videos are playing right now. 
So if you would like to give us some feedback, we would love to hear from you. Go ahead and leave us a review on one of those platforms and send us a screenshot of your review and your mailing address and name to info at fireteamwhiskey.com and we will send you a little thank you gift just for leaving us some feedback about what you think about the Warrior Wellness Podcast.